0: everyone and welcome back to the pumpkin head podcast. My name's Lyric and this week we're going to be talking about Lee Michelle, the kind of internet ideas <laughs> or thoughts about her, and the very fun but strangely plausible theory that he- people have. Um this pat or two weeks ago we had the Tony Award season. Um and if you're into Broadway you probably have a lot of thoughts, so stay tuned um, for a little mini-episode where I will recap some of the big takeaways that I had, um, some shows that I wish one, some shows that I'm glad one, etc., etc., but I kind of wanted to niche it down this week. Just talk about Lee Michelle. It's something that's been coming up a lot on my Twitter, but not a lot in my personal life, and I am dying to talk about it with someone, so here we go. So, for those of you who have no idea who I'm talking about, Lea Michelle is an American actress who started on Broadway as a child, most notably in Spring Awakening, which will come up a lot in this, um, and a lot of people know her from Glee. So, I was a Gleek, and I am catching myself going back uh, more and more as time goes on, but um glee was wow it's weird that some people may have not seen it when it was airing but glee was a show that was on abc that focused around a glee club like a scene club and every episode uh was kind of like a jukebox musical where they would have songs some that were diagenic and some that were just you know full of musical moments so a lot of the show is very campy, very over the top, extremely over top, um, extremely problematic now, especially knowing that I was watching this in like middle school, high school, and just all around nutso. So the person that made Glee also went on to make a more American horror story. Um so the kind of level of absurdity was high. And every week me and my mom would sit down and eat it up. So even though I already knew Leah Michelle because of *Spring Awakening*, *Glee* is what really put her in the top of my mind, um, and I think what a, most people who aren't necessarily in the musical scene know her for. So her character on *Glee* was Rachel Berry, who was a high-strung, extremely driven, like Sharpay but worse. Because I think we all agree now that Sharpay was pretty cool um, in high school musical, but Rachel Berry was something else. There's a very infamous quote, uh, within the Glee show that is going to kind of encapsulate everything that I feel and a lot of musical theater people feel about Lee Michelle herself. And it's, um, Kurt Hamill says something along the lines of, um, she's hard to deal with, but man, can she sing. And, uh, as we go forward, keep that quote in mind. So, um, One of the most notable, by the way, Rachel Berry moments, if you will, is whenever in the later seasons, there is a new person trying to join Glee, most notably, by the way, a person of color who is trying to join the club and is a pretty solid singer. And instead of letting her know where the auditions uh, are, Rachel Berry sends her to a crock house, which she informs the audience wasn't active. So, you know, it's not as bad. Um, So that's kind of the level of petty, pushy talent that we're dealing with. Um, There's a lot that could be said about Glee, and a lot has been said about Glee, especially as people are going back and rewatching or watching for the first time the show. But Rachel um, pretty much always, or nine times out of ten, got the solo over people who were possibly more qualified and especially more diverse than she was at the time I remember thinking that um Glee was very groundbreaking or like I was watching Degrassi so Degrassi and Glee were my culture as far as seeing diversity on screen um so you know take that as you will but Rachel was Jewish and she had two gay dads and she took what she wanted and she was a nerd but she was very talented all of those kind of things so at the time, I kind of felt a little bit like Rachel. Um, eventually, that feeling faded, but I, that character meant a lot to me when I originally watched the show. So, that being said, Leah Michelle and her takes on different songs and everything meant a lot to me as well. So, starting off my relationship with uh, this individual, pretty positive. Um, when I did a show, and one of the songs that we did was The Song of Purple Summer, uh, so we had to do like some research on. Spring Awakening, so I'm fond of that as well. So, a lot of her more early success were things that I was very uh, proud uh, to be a part of and witness. Um, and also, notably, I cannot think of Leah Michelle without tying her to um, Elsa Idena Menzel or Adele Dazim, if you're asking John Travolta, um, because uh, Rachel Berry's mother in the show is Idena Menzel. So, in my head, for some reason, they're always linked. But um yeah, so started off on Glee, pretty good. Um unfortunately, um, whenever her so in the show, her character Rachel is in a will they won't the won't they that ends up happening, um spoiler alert I guess with um Finn, the character Finn, and um Leah Michelle and the actor Finn, um, who, the actor who played Finn, Corey Monteith, were engaged and also in a relationship, obviously, if they're engaged off-screen, um, and unfortunately when he passed, it was devastating for everyone, but of course, Leah Michelle as well, so I do want to extend some sympathy to her for that, as we talk about everything else. Uh, I'm sure you lost a friend, a coworker, and a, you know, a lover and a confidant in, um, in that loss, so, do keep, you know, a bit of empathy for that situation for her as we go on and talk about other things. So, with Leah Michelle um and glee specifically I think people had kind of you know I don't like her character, but boy she can sing, she's very talented kind of vibes, and it wasn't until years later that the glee class, glee, glee cast came out, and multiple people had horrible stories about the time working with her um diva Antons just mean um I mentioned earlier that um her her character rachel uh and her treatment of p o c uh, but also her getting picked over, uh, continuously for solos, uh, over the POC characters and real actors and actresses, but uh, the treatment and everything just left a bad taste. So everyone's kind of just hopping off the Leah Michelle train. Um, so that's kind of her big downfall. One of the big running things within the Glee show is that Rachel's dream show is Funny Girl. She wants to be the next Barbara Streisand. Um, she wants to be better, basically, than Barbara Streisand. Um, and so that will come up later after we talk about the Leah Michelle conspiracy, which is, for me, pretty fun. So, for those of you that don't know, there is a running conspiracy theory, mostly joke, in the musical theater community that Leah Michelle can't read. Um, <laughs> it's I can't remember who started it, but it the idea is that she has memorized Spring Awakening and Funny Girl. Um and that when she was on Glee, she had her the script read to her that she has people that read things to her. Um there's all the <laughs> there's all these videos and pictures of her not looking at the script or not having a script or things like that. Of course, reality is she probably is off book for a lot of things. And you know we're just kind of taking it. Um, <laughs> one of my favorite takeaways is people being like, "Do you think Leah Michelle is mad or would be upset with us if she saw these tweets or these <laughs> these articles saying she can't read?" And people are like, "No, how would she know about it? She can't read." So the <laughs> iteration of Leah Michelle can't read, and boy, is she can she sing, but hard to deal with it's kind of like the running internet consist consensus that people have for her um <laughs> more recently it was announced that uh funny girl would get a revival and they chose bernie and they chose beanie feldstein to play fanny which was kind of big actually D- depending on how you look like it uh or you look at it sorry Beanie Feldstein and Ben Platt are very close friends and they're both nepotism babies. So there was the kind of idea of like, oh, okay, you know, again. But there's also the camp of people that were very excited to see a new face, to see Fanny Price look different, to have someone who was plus size, um, short, just not the average Broadway star be in this kind of lead um and there was a i think a general excitement to see funny girl especially because a lot of the revivals that are happening right now are not really giving for a lot of fans um there's this big controversy or big um dispute when we got the music man revival announcement a lot of people like why especially because right now broadway and is such a weird state as far as its reputation. We talked about this uh back in the episode about TikTok and the uh award, the Grammy that was given to the Bridgerton musical. It's we're at the pre- precipice of change for musical theater and <laughs> musical theater Broadway is not known for change, right? It's not known for for adapting to the times it's like this own little bubble and you know we have now with streaming platforms and things getting picked up and just diversity in different aspects like yes musicals have pioneered certain aspects of diversity and have told certain stories in certain lights but we are now at a chance for that to change without not only who is singing but who is in the, who are in these leads, um, a few years ago, we got the company revival, which I love company, uh, with a female-led cast, um, so it was a gendered swap story, it was, I think, pretty well done, um, still not my favorite Bobby, but it's progress, and it was good, and it was musically enticing, and things like that, right, so now we have a new Fanny Price, who looks different, who looks more with the times, who, you know, is talented, and whatever, and, already it has been such a short run she's already um resigning and Leah Michelle is slated to take her place so this has left the community feeling weird because i can't deny and most people can't deny that Leah Michelle can sing she can do this performance she will act the hell out of it and it will be good I don't think anyone is thinking like oh no that is a miscast for sure but there is a lack of excitement in one the fact that Leah Michelle has lost the trust of a lot of people that support her um and just it's just weird it's like how does she keep getting these successes there's also a joke that um because of how Rachel Berry would have acted in this situation that she purposely like set Beanie up for failure and things like that it's like half joke half conspiracy kind of vibes um but No one's thinking that she can't do it, but it's like, why this person? And then it also feels like, because uh, Broadway has been doing a lot of stunt casting lately, which if you don't know what that means, it's like putting Nick Jonas in Les Miserables. Now, does that mean Nick Jonas can't perform Les Mis? No, it just means that they're using the big name of Nick Jonas specifically for a short run to drive up ticket sales. So they've been doing a lot of celebrity casting. Also in Funny Girl, they had Jane Lynch, which... Uh, who was also in glee, which Jane Lynch will be leaving with Beanie, so there shouldn't be any crossover between her and Leah Michelle, but it is something of note uh that two glee p- members will have been in this newest run of funny girl but um it's just interesting, and also people were asking why wasn't Beanie's understudy being looked at to take on this role um since she does know it and has been performing it with beanie and that's another reason why people are leaning into the Leah Michelle situation being stunt casting which is frowned upon by people who genuinely love and care for Broadway and for new voices to be heard because it's like okay now we're getting a celebrity in these spaces to put butts in seats instead of doing actual change which would also garner a younger crowd to put butts in seats so if <laughs> it's just disappointing because Leah Michelle has the talent, she has the notoriety, she has the name, but it still feels like a loss to switch out someone who was not conventionally attractive, not the Fanny Price that we're used to be, that we're used to seeing, with someone who is exactly what you would expect for the role. It seems like a little step backwards. Like they're like, we tried to do something different, it didn't work. We still want to do this revival. Let's switch it out. Um and i hope that they didn't make any like musical or script adaptations because how will lee michelle read it she's already mem- <laughs> she's already memorized the show you know um i don't know guys it just it feels like you love broadway you love the shows and sometimes it feels like does that sector love you back you know um I kind of go back and forth because, like I said, I firmly believe that she will knock it out of the park. She has Broadway training. She has the history. She knows the show. All of those things. She's also—they're doing a a cast recording or re-recording for uh, with the original cast of Spring Awakening right now. So Leah Michelle is on the top of the world, um, but should she be? You know, so. Yeah, I kind of want to pose the question for this week because I thought about taking this episode in a different direction. I kind of wanted to do like who is a celebrity that you know is good at their job, but you don't like and how does that like juxtaposition kind of make you feel about watching their content because like I said, Leah Michelle is very talented, but there's just, you know, there's just this kind of icky feeling. With seeing her in these roles. I have a few celebrities in mind that I feel that way about. And I'm not going to say them now. Because I kind of want to do like a whole episode on that. But what do you guys think? Who is an actor or actress or performer, singer, songwriter, whoever. Who you know is good at their job. But you don't like them. I think a a little bit about J.K. Rowling. But I don't kind of... I'm not thinking of that extreme. (laughs) um, Where it's like... Ooh, we no, I don't want to associate with you but your writing means a lot to a lot of people kind of vibes. I just mean like you just don't like this person for whatever reason but dang if they can't sing, you know? Um, Who is that for you guys? I'll, I'll tell you one of mine right now. It's Joey King. There is no reason on earth for me not to like this person. They have done, as far as I know, nothing wrong but man if it just doesn't like, ugh. And they're great at their job. I haven't seen anything where they're not giving their all to their performance. Um, Even as far as uh, Ramona and Beezus. And maybe it's just my brain not liking Beezus or whatever. But, or Ramona, sorry. But, I don't know. There's nothing wrong with them. They're great at their job. Don't like them. (laughs) Who is that for you guys? Um, And we're about to go into the Mabab. I am going to pre-record a few episodes because I will be traveling soon. Uh, So if... I missed something new in pop culture. That is why, uh, but I can't wait to talk to you guys. And here's the mabob. So for this week's mabob, I'm going to give you guys a little charcuterie to pick from. Um, I want to stay on theme with promoting LGBT plus Q plus sorry stories for the mabob this month, and I just couldn't settle on one. So I wanted to shout out three musicals. I think you guys may enjoy. Uh, the first one being Fun Home. If you guys have ever heard of the Bechdel Test, you can thank Alison Bechdel and their comics for that. And you can also thank their comics for Fun Home. Fun Home is nowhere near as fun as the title would suggest, but it is endearing um thought-provoking, and the musical, the music is pretty good too. It's based off of a graphic novel by the same name and focus on a funeral home and the family that runs it. Um, it is very queer, it asks a lot of questions, and like I said, just endearing. So Fun Home is the first one. The second one is Falsettos. Um, this musical has had a few different names. I'm specifically shouting it out for my friend um, Sadie, who has mentioned in previous episodes, but um, it is a comic show for them. So I wanted to shout out for you guys. Um, it is again a family base, but not necessarily in the way that you would think. Uh, like I said, it has had two different names, uh, or they're kind of connected. So there's in trousers, um, and then there is falsettos. Falsettos being the more popular rendition. So um, without giving too much away, it. it Again, focuses on family dynamics, coming out situations, things like that. Pretty fun and also pretty sad. Unfortunately, these first two, Fun Home and Falsettos, do have um, tragedy within them. So if you're looking for something that's just completely lighthearted, that is not the one for you. Um, The next one is a little bit better um, for that. So the last and final suggestion um, for musicals during this month would be Prom. Now, I haven't watched the Prom movie that came out on Disney+. Plus. It's got some mixed reviews, so I have been a little bit hesitant. But Prom uh, was a Broadway show first that is way more liked, <laughs> seemingly, than the movie. So definitely check out Prom. It is based off, I believe, a true story about um, this couple that wanted to go to prom but was told they were unable to because they were a same-sex couple. And their fight against that... Um, The music is fun. It's very campy. If you only have access to the Disney Plus movie, I suggest checking it out, seeing if you like the music and the story and going from there. Um, But if you were able to watch any, um, you know, slime tutorials, if you will, um, (laughs) then please do. Uh, By the way, for those of you that are just into musicals, when I talk about them, a slime tutorial is usually a bootleg since a lot of things cannot be legally recorded. So if you ever hear someone say, yeah, I watch Green Plus Pink Girl Slime Tutorial, they're probably talking about Wicked and things like that. So I don't want to give too much away because it's like top secret information. But yeah, definitely check those three out or any other LGBT plus stories, um, on Broadway, there are plenty of them, and, um, have a great week, I hope you guys have a good 4th of July, it should be coming up soon, uh, when you're hearing this, and yeah, talk to you guys soon! <music>